gentlemen we are in the final fucking countdown for christmas it's it's the final countdown like i i I hear in the background i hear europe's final countdown playing and uh and here we go here we fucking go in the countdown for christmas i am uh i'm excited i i am super stoked i get to uh get to spend some time with the parentals and uh, and see them. So I'm super excited. I'm really, really excited. I have spent the better part of this morning working on the podcast studio. Ladies and gentlemen, I am working on it. I am trying to get it there. I'm trying to get it there so that we can get guests in here. We can have some fun. Um, you guys are, uh, you guys deserve it. You guys fucking deserve it. So, um, we're going to, uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things today before we get to that. We are still looking for fucking sponsors. Let's get these sponsors on here, guys. Let's get them on here. It does not cost a lot to be on here at all. Um, and, uh, your exposure is out there to, uh, to this, uh, growing podcast audience, um, we're, we're growing, we are growing and we're growing fast. Um, the downloads, the analytics are fucking through the roof. It's amazing. I cannot thank you guys enough. So if you want to be on this podcast as a sponsor, help keep us on the air, help us buy better equipment, more equipment for in studio so that you guys can be a guest on this fucking podcast and we can have some fun. Definitely hit me up on Instagram. I am working on the website. I'm finishing up the website. I'm working on it. I know, I know. I've been saying it for a while. I'm sitting here drinking some coffee. So I've been saying it for a while. Um, but I'm on it. I'm, I'm fucking on it, guys. I, I'm on it. We're going to get this thing rocking and rolling. And we're going to get this. Uh, we're going to get this website up for y'all. So we'll have apparel on there. We'll have ways to contact. Um, we'll have all that stuff. It, it, you know, it will just, it will just be a, a plethora of fucking information. So that's going to be up there. Also, if you know someone that you want to be a guest on this show, definitely hit me up on Instagram. I had time out with Josh. Shoot me a message. Let me know that you guys want that person as a guest, have them hit me up. Um, I, I, I would love to do it. I, you know, it's just one of those things y'all. It's just fucking, you know, it's just one of those things. I, I love, um, I love the fact that we can, we can have some fun on here, have some awesome people on here, get them exposed. If you've got a podcast and you want to grow your podcast, dude, come on here. Let's do this thing. All right, let's, let's do it. So we're going to dive into this one. This one's going to be one of those guys. When you look back at this podcast, you're going to be like, fuck man. Remember when, when Josh was talking about that, it was, it, it was just one of those podcasts. That's what you're going to fucking say. So let's talk about it. First of all, we are going to get into politics a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, I keep the politics off of the the Instagram. I keep the politics off of the tick and the talk. I keep it off of that shit, but I am not keeping it off of the uh, podcast. So for those of you who follow me on those other platforms, 
know that I will talk about politics on here from time to time. And I'm I'm probably going to ruffle some fucking feathers, which is fine. If your feathers get ruffled, it's not because I'm trying to piss you off. It's because I'm trying to get you to think. So let's go on this. First of all, I'm a libertarian. For those of you who don't know, I am a libertarian. Libertarian meaning that I, 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 I believe in personal liberties and freedoms. That's my number one belief. Shrink the government, personal liberties and freedoms. Stop being the fucking world's police and give people their personal and civil liberties back. That's my thing. I'm, you know, along the lines of a constitutionalist in that sense. um, But that's what I'm about. So I will attack both sides of the aisle equally. I will go after both sides. If you have a majority of a side of the aisle in power, I looking at you, Democrats, I'm probably going to go at you a little bit more. If you have a majority side of the aisle, Republicans, I'm looking at you. I will probably go at you a little bit. And I'm not making a personal attack. Let's get it straight, y'all. I think most of you guys listening to me right now would probably agree with me that it ain't the parties that's the problem. It's the motherfuckers in office that are the problem. The politicians is self, self-fucking-loving all up their own asses, brown nosing themselves, lining their little pockets with gold and silver and, and silver bells and all that other fucking shit are the ones that are the problem. So let's all agree with that. The politicians are the issue. All right. If you're a politician, I'm sorry, you're the fucking issue, man. If you go into office and your idea is not to be a politician, your idea is to go into office and make things better. I'm cool with you, but don't fall down that fucking train. Don't fall down that train. Don't fall down that hole. That's what I'm saying. Don't get on that train and fall down that hole. There we go. Now we got words coming out of my fucking mouth. Don't get on that and just fucking slide. All right. Don't slide like that. And if you guys are so blind that you can't see this, I don't know, wake up, smell the motherfucking coffee. That's it. Just smell the coffee. I mean, look at any, any of these senators, any of these representatives, any of these, these Congress people, um, and look at how they have increased exponentially in wealth as they've been in office. Okay. As they've been in office, they've increased in wealth. I'm not just talking about the Nancy Pelosi's and the fucking Chuck Schumer's and the Maxine Waters and the, and the Donald Trump's and the Joe Biden's and all those ones that are super popular. I'm talking about the little ones too. They're making money. They're making money hand over fist and they're doing it with insider trading. They're doing it with like getting their pockets lined by the, the, the big oil and the pharmaceutical companies and all these people lobbying and things like that. They're like, Hey, let me throw you some bucks, man. Why don't you ride on my, my plane down to my private Island and hang out with me? That kind of shit. All right. And they're doing okay. They're doing just fine. In fact, the fucking career of a politician at, especially at the federal level is fucking nice. All right. It's nice. I I challenge anyone to, to, um, to point out anything opposite of that. Okay. I mean, these people, and, and you, yes, I know I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for a message from someone who's like, Oh my God, Josh, but such and so, such and so representative in the hills of Kentucky or West Virginia is such a nice guy. Yeah, congratulations. He's a nice guy. He's still making a fucking shit ton of money. Okay? I don't want to hear it. Like, this whole this whole idea 
of they represent us. They represent the people. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. These guys are making two and a half to three times more money than the average working American. Okay? They're making more than the average working American. Don't tell me they're representing us. Take away their golden fleece lined fucking healthcare system. Take away their fucking perks for being in office. This is a public service position. This is not see how rich I can get position. Throw my weight around and push people around. Commit pedophilia and get away with it. Contribute to child sex trafficking and get away from it. Uh, away with it. Fucking pop off at the mouth with some like fucking incendiary bullshit and get away with it because I'm in office. I'm looking at you, Marjorie Green, you stupid fuck. Like, seriously. People, like, what the fuck, man? Like, these people get in office and they make right around $160,000 to $175,000 as a representative right off the fucking bat. You want to, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's take the medium average income of a working household in each state. Let's take those, add those up. I've done this, by the way. Add those up, put them together, and and cross the United States. Maryland being one of the highest paid states in the United States. Mississippi and West Virginia being some of the lowest paid states in in the United States. Let's add that fucking shit up. Let's take an average. And let's pay these fuckers that and they get nothing more. That's it. That's all they get. They don't get special treatment with their health care. They don't get special treatment with vehicles. They don't get any of that shit. They just literally get paid that amount of money and that's all. I mean, our constitution flat out says that they're supposed to be paid uh, the equivalent of a bushel of corn a, a, a day. That's what they should get paid. I mean, this is a public service job. I'm not totally against that at all. But let's do that. Let's put the fucking term limits on these little stupid idiots. And let this, let's get this rolling. Like they don't want a term limit on a president or they want term limits on a president. So he doesn't take absolute control. Funny thing is, is let's be real folks. The president really doesn't have all that much control in this country. The executive branch of the three, the executive branch is the least in control. It really is. I mean, in the checks and balance system, it has the least power. It has the most face and the least power. Okay. So let's pay these people that, which by the way, the number comes out to around $58,000, somewhere in that range. I did this a while ago. I don't remember the fucking numbers. I probably should have done it before I got on here, but that's the deal. Okay. We've got people like, AOC, Chuck Schumer, Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Imar, Graham, all in office and have been there way too fucking long. They control everything. They have no connection to their fucking people. And let's give AOC some credit. She came from a regular average job, right? She came from an average job. She's an average person. She got backed by the Democrats because I really do believe the DNC looked at her and was like, oh shit, look at this woman. Like this is the next Nancy Pelosi. 
And then she started running off at the mouth and wasn't their little puppet that they wanted her to be. And they kind of backed away from her. And they're like, well, okay, well, this woman's fucking crazy. So we're going to, we're going to back down. I mean, the meal, the, the Omars and the AOCs and, you know, the fanatical ones kind of run together, you know, along with the Bernie Sanders ones and stuff like that. But they all kind of attack each other. I don't know if you guys noticed, but this whole woke society cancel culture bullshit has now started imploding on itself. And even, you know, the people that are so strong towards that culture have literally started imploding on themselves. It's funny to watch. It's funny to watch a cancel culture cancel itself. It's funny to watch the woke culture woke itself. It's fucking hilarious. But those are the fanatical ones. I'm talking about the regular, normal, like, fucking Sarah Palin, fucking, you know, Cheney, you know, the the middle of the road, like, career politician can't do anything else in life, so they're going to do this kind of people, okay? There's a few exceptions, there's a few exceptions. Like, I'm a fan of Rand Paul. I'm a fan of his politics somewhat. Not all of them, but I'm a, I'm more of a fan of him than than many others. I like the fact that the dude still works his normal job and he does his normal shit too. And he, he, he kind of stands up for his stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with that. I, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I'm not a big fan of pretty much any politician for that matter. Hell, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not a big fan of them. I'm going to put a dip in here. Because this is getting serious. So, I went off on a tangent there. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are on the precipice of bloodshed we're there we are so fucking close it is insane and if you don't think that i I would ask of you on both sides of the aisle i would ask of you to take a step back get your head out of the mainstream media realize that the mainstream media all are have the same agenda and if you don't believe me, take a look. There was there was a law put into place between World War One and World War Two that stated that the people of the United States could not have propaganda used against them by their own government, i.e. the U.S. government could not use news agencies and media and et cetera, et cetera, to, in, to instigate or to instill, rather, propaganda against its own people. That bill or that law was overturned by Barack Obama. Barack Obama's cabinet was rife with people that um, that supported a that the bill, obviously, because they have major connections to people in major media: ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, etc., Fox News, etc. A large chunk of his cabinet members had connections, direct connections to people high up in those media. Okay. So now the, the whole, and, and for those of you on the left, pointing your fingers at the right and going, 
you guys are crazy. Mainstream media doesn't do that. Get your head out of the out of your ass. The right the right side is sitting there going, these people do this. They do this, they do this, they do this. Okay. And I know some of you on the left know that as well. I know some of you on the left that know that as well. And for both of you on either side, or if you're down the middle like me, for both of you on either side, if you get if your head is not in your ass and you've been seeking out other news sources to get your news versus just mainstream media and you're thinking for yourself and you're investigating things on your own and things like that, if you're doing that, I don't care what side you're on, my hat's off to you because you're thinking for yourself. And I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Guys, the, the degradation of our news and the degradation of our society came very, very strongly due to 24-hour news media. CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, the main big 24-hour news channels, those are the ones that created a downfall. They created a downfall, okay? Because what they did is instead of taking an hour or two to report the fucking news and literally just report what they saw, this is what happened. These are the facts. Boom, done. No no personal bias, no know anything just reporting the news itself and they went to 24-hour news so it took it, it took them to a point where and i know it sounds really funny the anchorman was a really good like dig at 24-hour news sources because it was that scene in anchorman where there there's a car chase and they're speculating on the car chase that's exactly what our news agencies have gotten to now our news agencies speculate on fucking car chases. They, they, they twist things to make you think a certain way. They, they manipulate news sources. We've seen it time and time again, all the way down to the fucking weather channel. Jim Cantore standing in a puddle of water surrounded by dry land and bracing himself against a hurricane force winds that were just more than a breeze. Because there were people that were calling them out. And the beautiful part is, is we all have these super high technology phones with really great cameras. And we're now holding the news agencies accountable. And for those of you on the right hand side, the whole extreme right, right wing media bullshit too. You guys are doing the very same thing that the extreme left side is doing. That's why I don't mind Project Veritas. For those of you who are not aware of Project Veritas, I don't mind them because they go after everybody. They hold no bias. They go after everybody. They go right, they go left, they go up the middle, they go all over the place and they will nail you to the wall. And they have gotten lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit because they will not put up with this, this narrative that there's only one side, left or right. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, take a look at our media right now. Take a look at our media. We are not getting bombarded with information about this Maxwell trial, Epstein-Maxwell, but Maxwell's on trial, the Epstein-Maxwell trial bullshit. We're not getting bombarded in the media by that. 
Because it goes against their narrative. You know why it goes against their narrative? Because so many of the fucking people in the media and in Hollywood and in politics are all up Epstein and Maxwell's ass so far that if they were to get exposed, they would get thrown in jail. We wouldn't put up with it. It would it would totally and completely obliterate their facade. Guys, right now we are walking down the middle. Let me let me paint a picture. Let me paint a fucking picture. Go back in time. Go back to the the uh, the ages of the old Clint Eastwood movies. Right. Take yourself back there. Take yourself back to the old cowboy movies. Businesses would build a business and put up a facade on the front of the business to make the business appear larger, to give the illusion that they had more product and more services than what their competitor had. It was their version of a billboard. So they built this building, right? And it was maybe one story tall and they had all their products and things like that and their flour and their corn and their bullets and their guns and their, their holsters and their saddles and, and you know, all the stuff that you would need to live, the tools, everything, right? Food, the whole nine yards. But what they would do is they'd make the building look like it was two stories tall to give the illusion that they were powerful, that they could get whatever you wanted. Maybe they could, but they did that to compete with everyone else. Right now, we have a government and a Hollywood and an entertainment media that has built up such a facade of who they are to cover up the indiscretions, to cover up the sex trade trafficking not trade, but sex trafficking that they're doing, the child trafficking that they're doing, the pedophilia, etc. They're covering that up so much with this, I'm doing for you. I'm here for you. Look at me. I'm a hero. Look at me. I'm a movie star. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, recording artist or whatever that they don't want this Maxwell case in front of all of us. Because if they put this Maxwell case in front of us and we see it and we pay attention to the names that are in that little black book and we pay attention to that case and Maxwell is able to say everything she wants to say instead of being gagged, there would be an uprising. If you don't believe me, why is it that they do not allow cameras in that trial? Why are there no cameras in that trial? The opposite of it, we've got cases that, yes, they are they are very high-profile cases. Don't get me wrong. They're high-profile cases with high, high, high stakes in them, like Rittenhouse recently, like Duggar recently. Duggar case wasn't allowed to have cameras in there because of the evidence that was shown. And that may be part of the case, the part of the deal with the Maxwell case. I don't know. Nobody is allowed to fucking be in there with cameras. But as far as I know, and as far as I've researched, the amount of evidence that's being put up in that case, it's being 
sequestered and minimized by the media is absolutely abhorrent. We're, we, we've, we've gotten to a point in our society where our news media and our politicians and our Hollywood and our, 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 our recording environment. And I I was going to say LA, but it's not just LA anymore. New York, Nashville, LA, everywhere has gotten to a point where they're going to cover that up so much because they don't want to be exposed. They don't want to be exposed. And the media, here's the example. The media will go out there, and again, I'm not a Trump supporter, but they'll go out there and they'll throw Trump under the bus because he was friends with <clears throat> friends with Epstein, and they'll continuously ask him, but why aren't they all down fucking the Clinton's throats? Why aren't they down the Clinton's throats? About their connections and about their many trips. Why? If we're going to hold both sides heavy on it, why isn't the media going after the fucking prince in England? Oh, because the powers that be can cover that shit up. Why isn't the media... Why isn't the media constantly bringing up the fact until they get an answer from the White House? Why are they not bringing up the fact that up until Biden became vice president, while he was in Senate, he used the N-word like it was going out of style? He used it constantly. Why isn't the media bringing up the fact that Biden was the one that was the biggest proponent of holding down and controlling the fact that people couldn't get their, their school debts wiped out. I don't know if you guys realize this, but Biden's been one of the biggest ardent fighters of getting school debt wiped out. Go research it. Go research it. I challenge you to go research it. He's been one of the biggest fighters against it. The man rose to rose to a prominent position in the in in his career, rose to a prominent position very, very quickly at a very young age where he could control that stuff. And he did. When are people going to realize that our government is doing everything it possibly can to keep its people down? At all levels. There are a few that are fighting. There are a few that are fighting against it. I had, a, I had an interesting discussion with somebody just recently, and they, they were like, oh, I think DeSantis is going to run for president. And I, 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 I said, you know what? The best thing he could possibly do is not run for president. And hear me out here for a second, y'all. Hear me out. DeSantis is running Florida the way that states should run their own states. The federal government should not be involved in state politics. That is the beauty of this country, and it was founded upon the states having their own rights and having their own control of doing what they want to do, obviously within reason, under the Constitution, but within reason, being able to run their state as they wish. The funny thing is, is California has been running themselves as their own state and running themselves into the ground for decades. 
the opposite of that has been Florida recently. Texas, obviously, for obvious reasons. Texas just kind of does its own fucking thing. But Florida has been doing the opposite of that recently under DeSantis. Heavily. Other governors have done it. But then you have, like, passive governors like Jeb Bush that really didn't. They kind of kind of did their own thing. But if, if you want to see somebody have a lot of power, that's DeSantis. Going to what I was saying, the president of the United States doesn't have that much power. He really doesn't. He's the face of the country or she's the face of the country. They're, they don't really have that much power. They can sway decisions. They can sway opinions. But Congress is the one that has the power. They enact laws. The, Secret or the, uh, the Supreme Court is the one that either upholds or, or defends or puts down or changes wording of that. That's their job. The president signs it. But even if the president signs it, they can still override that. Think about this, guys. DeSantis being the governor and speaking up at the mid-level is way more powerful. We've got governors that are doing way more work against agendas that have come up in the last two presidencies, this one that we're in, and Trump's. We've got governors that are doing more in the Trump presidency and the Biden presidency than they have done in decades as a whole. Now, certain states have stood up and done their own thing, but as a whole, there are more states standing up against the federal government now in these last two presidencies than, than what they have before. I think it's beautiful. I personally believe it's beautiful because what they're doing is they're standing up for rights. But then again, we go to the simple fact that we've got a, we've got a law book, the book of laws that we have in this country now that have pushed this country down from the freest country in the world. Are we still free? Yeah. Do I love my country? Don't get me wrong. I fucking love my country. This is a country and a land of opportunity. This is a land where you can grow. This is a land where you can do many things. We have the ability to do things in this country that are far above and beyond what other countries allow in a lot of ways. But our freedom of press ranks low. Our civil liberties keep sliding and keep getting further and further away from what they used to be. Pure and simple, if, if, if it is something that does not affect others, if it is you want to be, you want to be married to five women, you want to be married to five men, you want to be married, you're a man, you want to marry a man, you're a woman, you want to marry a woman, you're trans, you want to marry trans, I don't care, it's not affecting me. It does not hurt me. Let's take up alcohol, for instance. All right. So alcohol went through prohibition, right? Alcohol is the devil. We're going to go through prohibition. The government wants control. The government wants to be able to make a ton of money and they want to be able to control things. Right. So they take, they take on the, they take on the alcohol aspect and they, they institute prohibition. There were more crimes because of that, because they were trying to control that than anything. 
So they regulate it. They decide they're going to regulate it instead. If you drink and drive, illegal. If you drink in your home or you drink in a bar, that's okay. But just don't drive. Don't hurt someone else. Should be the same thing with marijuana. Marijuana is natural. It's natural. It's been proven to help people. Helps people with Parkinson's. Helps people with glaucoma. Helps people with cancer. Right now, we've gone through the longest prohibition on marijuana. Why? Because the government was like, shit, prohibition went away. We got a bunch of government agents that are going to lose their job. You know what? Let's, let's, uh, Let's outlaw hemp for consumption. We can use hemp for rope, but that's that's all we can use it for. We can use it for other things. We just can't use it to smoke it. But, you know, we're, we're going to outlaw that because we're about to lose a whole bunch of jobs for government agents and we got to create something to keep them in a job. Now, if you smoke and you drive and you hurt someone, you should pay. But if you smoke in your home, who gives a flying fuck? Who cares? The funny thing is, is it will probably boost the economy. Uh, not probably. We've seen it has boosted the economy. We see tax dollars rolling in in states that have legalized marijuana. We see tax dollars rolling in like crazy. Now, the government's not using those tax dollars wisely, obviously, in some of these states. I'm looking at you, Illinois. But it, it is rolling money in like crazy. So it boosts the economy. We get more Taco Bells and more fucking McDonald's out there because you know what? People are high, they're hungry, and they want some Taco Bell. Fucking Frito-Lays is going to make money hand over fist. And now Congress, Congress, it's it's rumored that Congress is going to take up this issue on federal legalization or federal regulation of marijuana in a different light come spring of 2022. About goddamn time. But why did that happen? It's because the states are legalizing it and now it's putting the federal government in a spot where they have to address the issue. And it's because of states' rights that they've fucking done that shit. They've done it. If you guys want proof that there is this, there's starting to become a swing of people going, huh, maybe they don't know the best. Or maybe my party doesn't know the best. Take a look at what's happened with the Build Back Better bill. Build Back Better, you know, had its resistance, obviously, in the House. It has its resistance. It gets to the Senate. And now you've got Senate leadership and and Democrats that are going against their own party and going, you know what, I'm not going to vote for it. Because they see the detriment that it's going to cause. They see the inflation. They see the gas prices going through the roof. They see consumption or consumer items going through the roof. Why are we looking at things like that? Why are we worried about things like that when we won't look at things like abolishing the IRS and going to a flat or fair tax? Everybody's, oh my God, the rich aren't paying. The, oh my God, these companies aren't paying. And don't get me wrong, I don't like I don't like that some of these major companies, a lot of these major companies are not paying taxes the way they should. I don't like it. But you know what? There's so many fucking loopholes in the system that, they've, that they're using that I don't blame them. If you can find and exploit the loophole, fucking exploit it. If you're a business owner, you know what I'm talking about. 
And if you're a person that's like, well, they shouldn't do that. That's morally wrong. You know what? Get off your fucking high horse for a second. And if I told you, if I told you the average blue collar worker, the average white collar worker that's working a, uh, a job where you're making 50, 60, 70, 80,000, $90,000 a year or less. And I told you, you know what? If I found three loopholes for you so you could avoid paying taxes like you're paying right now and you could keep an extra $4,000 in your pocket a year, tell me that you wouldn't do it. The companies are doing the same thing. They've got very high paid CPAs, attorneys, and accountants that that is their fucking job. Find the loophole. But the loopholes are there because they've created so many laws that they can't cover the loopholes. Make it really simple. Make it really simple. You go to the grocery store, you go to Target, you go to Walmart, you go to the mall, you go to you go to Gap, you go to fucking um, J. Crew, you go to anywhere you want to go, and you have to pay twenty percent. I don't care if you make five million dollars or you make five thousand dollars. You pay twenty percent. People are like, well, that's not fair to the people that make five thousand dollars. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because you're actually going to see yourself paying less money. Because right now, we go against our Constitution. Our Constitution says we're not supposed to be double taxed. That was a whole thing about the taxation without representation in, in the Revolutionary War. We were getting our asses taxed off. And they said, look, we're not going to be under this control. This is bullshit. We tried to be friends with you, Britain. And now you're wanting to control everything. You're a king over there controlling us over here. We want to do our own thing. Go fuck yourself. So if you take a look at it, guys, right now, the company that makes your, your cereal, Cheerios, let's take Cheerios, for example. Cheerios makes your cereal, right? The company is taxed. The, the store that buys the Cheerios buys them at wholesale without tax to turn around and sell it to you with a tax on it because they have to pay tax. You come home, you consume your Cheerios and you go to work. You get to work, you work a whole fucking week and a half, two weeks, whatever your pay period is. You get home, you open up your paycheck and you've got income tax, you got social security, you've got Medicaid, all listed on there. Tax, tax, tax. And people are like, well, social security is not a tax. Yeah, it is. Those of you that are sitting here right now collecting Social Security, congratulations. If you're not collecting Social Security, you're not going to see a lot of it. And if you have children, your children are probably not going to see barely any of it. And your grandchildren certainly as fuck aren't going to see anything. Because the government has borrowed against it so much that it's depleted Social Security into the ground. And Social Security was created after World War II to help the soldiers that were in World War II be able to save some money that they would have for retirement. And it was supposed to end. It was supposed to end. You should be able to invest in your own thing. You should be able to say, you know what? I want to invest in Social Security or I want to opt out and invest on my own. I want to be able to take that, you know, percentage that I pay into Social Security and I want to be able to use that percentage on my own to invest. And before you argue with me on this one, think about it for a second. Social Security interest, the interest that's paid to you in Social Security and what you pay into it, you're not getting all of it. That's robbery. That's theft. The government is stealing from you. 
if you've paid into it and you are getting it, congratulations, you're getting it. But if you think about it for a second, think about it for a hot second, our economy would, would boom if that money was given back to the people and the people were able to take it and put it into the stock market, into bonds, and into other savings programs or avenues like rental properties or whatever. And we're like, oh, well, you know, if I'm going to be able to keep, you know, $1,000 a month in my pocket, I could invest that. And in a year, I could buy a rental house and I could get income, which means I can take that income and I can buy more versus Social Security where, you know what, I can't see it until I'm retired. And even when I'm retired, I'm not going to see all of it. I can opt into or out of a federal wellness program. No, you got to pay into Medicaid, but you also have to pay health insurance right now. Instead, let me keep it and let's overhaul the insurance companies and let's have options out there. Let's have a government option. Let's have a standard option. Let's have a company option. Let's have a self-purchase option, etc. And options where you don't have to pay $2,500, $5,000 to cover a fucking, you know, deductible. Let's get it back down to where it was when I first started working. And it was like, okay, you had a $500 deductible. After that, the insurance pays for it because you're paying into it every year. People that are healthy aren't going to use it. People that are unhealthy are. It balances out. So let's go back to the tax here, right? You go, you get your paycheck. You got your income tax on there. How many times have you been taxed now? Oh, by the way, you also have to pay taxes on your property. Take a look at your phone. You have to pay taxes on that. The amount of taxes and the amount of money that you're paying into the government is is astronomical compared to what you're able to keep. For what? To contribute to being the world's police and spending trillions of dollars overseas in wars that we don't belong in? To pay money to countries that we don't owe a goddamn dime to? And I, guys, don't get me wrong. I understand supporting your allies, but we're paying billions of dollars to our allies and not getting jack fucking shit in return. So Mr. Millionaire dude who spends a shit ton of money pays 20%. Little dude who doesn't make a lot of money pays 20%. And if you don't like it and you're like, man, I don't want to pay that much for a sweater. Buy some fucking sheep, shear them and make your own goddamn sweater. But everybody pays. You don't get people that are able to completely avoid taxes. Whether you're in this country legally or illegally, you pay. Not to call out my dad, but my dad worked in the IRS for 36 some odd years before he retired. My dad would be the first one to tell you that we should go to a a flat or fair tax. Guys, we should be able to file our taxes on a fucking postcard. A fucking postcard. Because you get 100% of your paycheck. You go to work, you come home, you worked for you know, 80 hours, you got paid for 80 hours. Then you spend your money. You spend it the way you choose to spend it. It's stuff like that, guys. We're sitting here worried about this fucking build back better agenda. We're worried about this climate change agenda. We're worried about XYZ agenda. We're worried about the, 
you know, whatever it is, agenda that's out there when we should be looking at the major problems. You got politicians that are trying to figure out how to make more money, not trying to figure out how to put more money back in the people's pockets. Why? Because then they would lose money. They would lose money. That's why we have to have fucking term limits. We got a term limit on our president, yet we've got people that are way more powerful than our president sitting in office. The Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the Graham's, the Waters. These fucking 20, 30, 40 year politicians that have controlled our lives behind the closed doors. This is why I say we are on the precipice of an upheaval in this country. Do I believe it's going to be bloodshed where you've got like war? No. I think we're a first world country and we choose to handle things differently. But I think we are on the precipice of a complete and utter upheaval of our political uh, our, our political uh, stadium, our, our environment that we're in. I think we are very close to seeing an absolute and complete upheaval. We got people that can run for office and and say absolutely astronomically re- just ridiculous fucking things like Marjorie Green, like AOC, like Omar, that can say absolutely ridiculous asinine things and they stay in office. These these people are the ones getting elected. Look at Georgia. You've got Purdue and Kemp running for office. Neither one of them, neither one of them should be in office. Both of them are bum-fuddling idiots. They're the same person. It's just one has bigger balls than the other, and that's the difference. Kemp is a, is, is a pussy. Purdue is a pussy with bigger balls. And then you've got Stacey Abrams running again. The, the same woman that said, oh, the election was stolen from me. She won't even come close. She won't even remotely come close. We've got politicians that are going to states to, to, to rally behind certain people becoming governor of a state. D- does anybody, does anyone, does anyone see how wrong it is for a federal elected, federally elected official to go into a state to try to influence a state's election. Does anybody see how wrong it is for big pharma, for big oil, for big tech to go and lobby and spend millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to get an, to get someone elected so that their agenda gets pushed through? Does anybody see anything wrong with that? Does anybody see anything wrong with that? Or am I the only fucking one? I, I hope I'm not the only one. Because we've got officials that are getting elected and, and are pushing agendas through that they know jack shit about. Nothing. Nothing about. Zero. They know nothing about this stuff. And they're pushing through stuff because they're getting their pockets lined. If there's anything in Canada that I agree with, it's how they redid their election stuff on their uh, contributions. Take a look at it, go and research it, but they limited contributions that could be made by entities and by individuals 
to a certain dollar amount that was actually rather low to ensure that there was no pandering to their agenda. If you've got money and you're influential, whether you're a company or an individual, you can push your agenda. In our Congress, our president, our Supreme Court, our court systems, all the way down to the local levels are rife with people that push agendas because they've been given enough money to push it. Our elected officials, in a large majority, are bought. They're doing what's good for their people, not the people they represent. If you don't believe me, take a look at California. Take a look at Illinois. Take a look at some of these states where they have major cities that control the rest of the state. Whether it's in local government or all the way up to the federal level. Illinois votes the way it does based on the city of Chicago. If you look at the state, the state overall is actually pretty conservative. It's the concentration of people that are in Chicago and in Springfield that control it. And it's pathetic. And then the federal government gets upset because, and they start filing lawsuits, et cetera, because Texas wants to realign stuff to more, better represent their state or, or what they believe better represents their state. So they get less of the uh, Californians that are left-leaning that can control their right-leaning state. Now, do you blame the, the people of Texas? Do you blame Greg Abbott? Do you blame those people for going in there and going, you know what, we don't want our state to go this way. I mean, I understand what they're saying. If you if you didn't like California, why are you coming to Texas to try to make it California 2.0? <clears throat> so many states are doing that. Hell, I've driven through Texas. I've been in Texas. I'm about to be in Texas again. And you see billboards all the time. If you're from California, go back. Big, huge white billboards with black writing on them. If you're from California, go back. They don't want those politics. They don't want the politics of... California of the of the oh we'll let people just do drugs and drop their needles on the street and take shits and pisses in the street and let people steal 950 or less dollars and only get a ticket and you know the the what just recently they just uh I think I just saw this oh, fuck I want to say it was Friday they're outlawing uh generators Outlawing gas generators. So if the power goes out, you can't have a gas generator to keep your house going. Like, seriously. I, under, I, I, don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with what Texas is doing, but I understand why they're doing it. Look at Florida. Florida has had one of the biggest booms of any state and people moving to Florida. Home prices are up. The economy is up. People are moving there in droves because of the way that DeSantis is running the state. Do I agree with everything DeSantis says? Hell to the fucking no. 
But one of the things I do agree with is DeSantis telling local governments, you cannot control your people like that. You know, it's I, I find it massively ironic that um, a group like Antifa, the terrorist organization, a recognized terrorist organization at the federal level, says, oh, we need to be anti-fascist. We need to be this. We need to be that. You know, fuck Hitler, fuck this, fuck the government, fuck everything. Yet their rules and the things that they agree with and abide by are very much that of the National Socialist Party. And if you don't know what the National Socialist Party is, go fucking look it up. Yet they sit there and say that. We've got presidents that are sitting in office going, we don't want socialism. We don't want communism. We don't want national socialism. We don't want that. And then we elect, and, and everybody, you know, I'm not going to say everybody, but a good majority of this country agrees, like national socialism, not a good thing. It has never worked except to oppress the people and cause issues and cause wars and cause supreme government control. So a majority of people that are educated that know what national socialism is won't agree with it. And then put into office as a person two people in a row that have the same agenda along national socialism. Growth of government, bigger government, bigger government to take care of its people. We want our people to be reliant on it. Guys, if you want to, and I'm going to ruffle some serious fucking feathers here. If you want to see us go back to pre-Civil War era in government control, Let's continue down the path we are because instead of the government actually physically enslaving people, i.e. putting them on plantations and and whipping them and treating them abusively like was done to the African-American population in the Irish population. If you don't want to see that, we need to shrink the government because the government is doing that with our finances. Our government currently has the people of the United States so enslaved to its finances and the, the whims of the government that it's absolutely ridiculous. We, may, we may not be physically wearing the scars of it, but we are certainly as fuck wearing the emotional, the financial, and the mental scars of it. Not to minimize the people that were enslaved prior to the Civil War. Or any other country that currently enslaves people. Not to minimize the oppressed. But if you are if you are mid-income, if you are anything under the 10% in this country, not the 1%, the 10% in this country, if you're anything other than that, you're feeling the effects of it. You're feeling the reliance on the government. They call it reliance. You feel it. Hey, here's a novel idea. Let's stop policing the world and let's bring some of that money back home and let's put it in our inner cities and help our inner cities get educated. Let's give scholarships and grants to people that are in the inner cities that would not have a chance or have far less of a chance of going and getting a higher education and improving this world and improving our country. Let's give them a chance to get an education. Let's do the fuck away with tenure 
and let's get these fucking professors that are pieces of garbage that are spewing their hate and their rhetoric versus teaching history and teaching social studies and teaching statistics and math and and medical and anything fucking anything let's get them out and let's make them feel what it's like to be able to lose your job tomorrow because when they get comfortable they get lazy i'm not saying that if you're a tenure professional you're a lazy person but a good chunk of them are they become lazy they become self-centered and they start spewing their own fucking rhetoric versus saying look this is what happened in history this is what's going on. Let's get those fucking people out of out of their positions. Because of Biden and his pushing of a policy when he was in power, the way he was at a young age, his agenda that he pushed at that time and the and the people that surrounded themselves with him and the people that voted for it were the ones that caused education to increase rapidly the cost of education to increase rapidly and exponentially to the point where it's over a hundred thousand dollars to get a four a four-year education i understand paying teachers i understand paying faculty i understand paying into these colleges so that you get your education and paying for that higher education. I get it. I'm not saying that it needs to be free. Look, we've got people out there that are busting their butts daily to teach people, to educate people, to help them improve to a higher level of education. But why is it that somebody can go to a technical college and learn a technical skill for a, a third of what it costs, a quarter of what it costs, to go to a higher education system, a university, a college, they're coming out with less debt, if any at all, and are making more money. The jobless rate among technical students compared to that of college students is astronomical. The college students are the ones without jobs and the technical ones are the ones that are jumping right into them. Like, we have a problem here, guys. We have flipped so far on our fucking heads that it's absolutely ridiculous. And that's not to go into the narrative of this absolute hatred that the government and the the media, the mainstream media and social media wants to push that wants to divide our people. You know, I've always been a person that says, hey, look, never teach I'm colorblind. We all have different colors. We all have, and, and it comes down to a simple scientific fact of we all have different color melanin. We do, or we have different levels of melanin in our system, which causes us to have different colors in our skin. Underneath, we all bleed fucking red. And if you came from South Africa and you bring in a food and a culture and an environment and a, and a religion and a belief system and a way of living, bring it. If you're from Mexico or Guatemala, Puerto Rico, South America, anywhere, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, you bring in your culture, you bring in your dances, you bring in your your colors, you bring in your food. You're from Thailand, from China, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iran, Iraq. Bring in your culture. Bring in your food. Bring in those things. 
Because if your focus is truly on the betterment of human society, the betterment of your neighbor, the love for your neighbor, the care for your neighbor, and not beating someone up because they're a different color or because they're a different gender. Because I know cultures will bring that in, that women are lesser. Men should be in control. No, that's not the way it is. We're on an equal playing field in this country. If you want to come to this country and you say, you know what? I love that the United States gives everybody the opportunity. I love that the United States allows people to grow and allows people to start businesses and to own companies and to improve their lives. If you're for that, then come on. If you're for loving your neighbor, come on. If you're for helping your neighbor when they're down, come on. And I don't care if you're Jamaican. I don't care if you're British. I don't care if you're Russian. I don't care if you're from fucking the South Pole. Come on. But if you want to come to this country and you want to spew hate and you want to oppress women and you want to to sell children into sex slavery and you want to hurt others get the fuck out but when are we going to get back to that what does it say on the Statue of Liberty bring your cold, your tired, your weary that's what we're supposed to be guys this country was founded upon open arms and love for each other. And then people's greed got in the way of it. And the morality during that time, don't get me wrong, the morality during that time was enslaving and, and stuff like that. And that's wrong. But we're better than that now. At least I choose to believe that we're better than that now. I did One of my greatest experiences while I was going through uh, culinary arts and things like that is learning cultural foods and learning to cook cultural foods. If you guys follow me on TikTok, you'll see me do it. You'll see me cook soul food. You'll see me cook jerk food. Chinese, Asian cultured food. South American food. Because it's good. And if we believe that I'm colorblind, if you, if you want to go on the mindset that you're colorblind, you're choosing not to see those differences. We have differences. Be an individual. Think for yourself. Be different. But stop at that point. Stop the, well, if you don't line up with me, if you're not like me, then fuck you. Stop that bullshit. We're different for a reason, guys. This, this, this country, I've often referred to this country as the land of mutts. We are mutts. <laughs> We're mutts. <laughs> we are, guys. I mean, if you traveled to, to any other country outside of the United States, you will see that we are the most diverse country in the world. We are hyper-diverse. Yet we have gotten to a point, thank you mainstream media, thank you government, thank you that spewing of hatred from those levels that we are so programmed or told to think that we're divided. When we the people, when we the people, not the government, when we the people realize that fact, 
and we link arms, that's when the government gets scared. And not to get into the whole First Amendment, Second Amendment, all that bullshit too much, but that's why we have the Second Amendment. It was to protect ourselves from the very people in power. It was to create balance. The balance has to be created between the government and, the, and its people. That's why we have the Constitution. That's why we have the Bill of Rights. Yet our government is trying to overrun the Constitution and Bill of Rights so that we do not have that power and they have the ultimate power. That's what it is. And we can de-escalate this whole fucking situation by simply realizing that we are the people. We have the power. And it's time for us to take it back in a civil, legal way. It's time for us to stand up and say, no, mainstream media, no, government. My neighbor is African-American. My neighbor is Asian. My neighbor is Hispanic. My neighbor is Eastern European. My neighbor is Western European. It doesn't fucking matter. I love them. And you know what? The differences that he and or she and I have are what make it awesome. We can sit down and have an educated discussion with each other and not fucking hate each other because they're different than us. I'm willing to listen. It doesn't mean I have to adhere to their mindset. It doesn't mean that they have to adhere to my beliefs. But what it does is it helps us educate each other on why we think and believe the way we do. Why they think the way they think. Why I think the way I think. They can see it. They can look at it. And they can go, you know what? I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. And it helps me better understand you as a neighbor, as a friend, as a, as a employee, a fellow employee. Without getting fucking offended. Stop waking up, people. Stop waking up and rolling out of bed going, hey, you know what? So today I want to be offended. Bull get, fucking get over yourself. Get the fuck over yourself. I don't care how special your mom says that you are. You aren't that fucking special. You're not the only one. You're special because you're an individual. You're special because you have a belief system. You're special because you stand for something. And because I stand for something else doesn't make you my enemy. Unless you're trying to sit there and physically hurt people. Unless you're trying to cause harm to another. Unless you're trying to really bring another down and debase someone and bully someone. I don't have a problem with you. When are we going to get back to the very core of things and just say, where is human fucking decency? Where is it that I can disagree with you and still be okay? I have a really good friend of mine that he and I have had many very, very impassioned conversations with each other and walked away and gone, still love you, bro. Because he is passionate about what he believes and I'm passionate about what I believe and we stand on it, but I'm willing to listen to him because maybe, just fucking maybe, 
I will learn something. Maybe, just maybe, I will change my mindset. This goes back to the very start of this conversation and going, you know what? When are we going to say, hey, news media, give me the news and stop giving me your personal spin? If you're above the Maxwell case, if you're above the Josh Duggar case, you should be able to just sit there and go, you know what? This is some bullshit. Take the Cuomo brothers. Take the Cuomo brothers and the shit that they've been doing. You no, know, Chris Cuomo comes out and says, oh, I'm fired. Now I'm going to speak up. Oh, you weren't going to speak up while you were working for CNN, but you are now because you got to save your ass. You're going to speak up an hour and say, oh, well, CNN knew everything I was doing and CNN knew this and CNN knew that. And then they fired me. CNN was cool with you until it got exposed. Got exposed and they fucking jumped ship. But they knew about it ahead of time is what you're telling us. They knew about all of it. Where's your moral compass, Chris? When were you going to say, hey, BT dubs, this is what was going on. They knew about it. They're garbage. They're pieces of shit. And this is what happened. When are you going to speak up and, and say that while you're in? Brian Williams, I'm looking at you, bro. Congratulations on your speech uh, exiting the Peacock Network. Congratulations on your Isaac speech there. But why weren't you saying that while you were at the height of your existence? Guys, when are we going to finally wake up and realize that these people do not have our, and when I say our, collectively our, no matter what race, no matter what color, no matter what country of origin, no matter what you are, when are we going to collectively say, this ain't right? I'm going to give you a really good example. Everybody wants to build walls and talk about all this other shit with immigration and everything like that. And I'm not going to dive into it on this one because we're, we're pushing an hour on this show and I'm about to end it. But I have a really, really dear friend of mine, very dear friend of mine, that just became a U.S. citizen from Canada. It has taken her over a decade to become a U.S. citizen. And thousands upon thousands and thousands of dollars to become a U.S. citizen. When are we going to reform that and just say, hey, you know what? We want you here. We do. We want you here. But we're going to do this right. We're going to do our background checks. We're going to run you through background checks. Make sure you're not a terrorist or somebody that has an adverse feeling towards this country that you want to bring it down and cause major harm to its citizens or harm to its citizens. We want you to come in. We're going to do our background checks and everything like that. And we're going to let you come in. We're going to let you be a citizen here. We're going to let you contribute to our society. Like, when are we going to address that? Worried about building multi-billion dollar walls but guys, it's just like the whole cookies on the counter thing. You tell a, you tell a kid they can't have cookies that are on a counter, the first thing they're going to want to do is figure out how to sneak a cookie. You tell them, hey, look, you can have the cookie. Just let me know what you're eating. That way I know if you're choking or if you're having an allergic reaction, I know why. Let's take that mindset. 
Let's take the mindset of giving the civil liberties back to its people. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about all this and I'm thinking about this discussion and I'm thinking about talking to you guys about all this stuff. And I, I, I realize that I know that I, for a fact that I have stirred the pot with a lot of you. Some of you may agree with me. I've asked you guys to do research on your own and I'm hoping that this provokes thought and I'm hoping that this provokes a mindset of thinking about others and going, you know what, what's good for my collective community? What's good for my neighborhood? What's good for my family? What's good for my neighbors? I hope that that's what it's done. And I know this is a heavy podcast, but you know what guys, it's about goddamn time that we stand up and we start fucking doing the shit that we say that we believe in. If you're a person that says, I believe in the good of the people, I believe in the good of my neighbor, I believe that the people of this country are inherently good and they choose paths of evil and they choose paths of good and there's an option to choose one or the other, but you truly believe that inherently at its core, people are built and made and born to be good people, then fucking do it. Fucking get out there and decide that, you know what, I believe in the good. Wave to your neighbor Stop for a second and say, hey, how are you doing? How are you? Put skin to skin. Shake their hand. Thank them for being your neighbor. Go through the grocery store one day and look at that person on the other side of that, of that, that checkout counter. Or if you use self-checkout, the person that's watching, watching the self-checkout, look at them and say, hey, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for thank you for being here so I can buy my groceries. Pay it forward one or two times in a year. Think about your neighbor. Think about those people around you. Think about how you can impact their lives in a positive way and stop being so fucking selfish to think that your fucking ideas and your mindset and everything is only yours and anybody that's against you, fuck them. They want to do you harm? That's when you fuck them. That's when you say, you know what? Go fuck right off. Defend yourself. But until that point, defend yourself with honor. Defend yourself with respect. Defend yourself with some fucking dignity. And get off your fucking high horse. Stand down with them and realize that your ideas and opinions are no better than theirs. All they are is different. Listen. Open your ears for one minute and listen. Don't hear them. Listen to them. Really listen to them. You're going to find that there are some fucking incredible human beings on the face of this planet that we don't give the time of day to because we are so self-absorbed in our own fucking stupidity that we can't hear them. They've just fallen on bad times. They're having a bad day. Their dog died. Doesn't mean they're bad. It means they're just having a rough day. You having a good day could make their rough day that much better. That smile, that wave, that shake of the hand, that simple kind word could make their day better and open up a dialogue of learning and education of each other. We're so caught up in the mindset of individuality, but individuality as a collective whole that we cannot embrace an opposing opinion. 
We can't embrace an idea from another side. We choose to attack it. Stop attacking it. Be an individual. Stand for yourself. Have a backbone. Stand up for what you believe in, but have the ability to hear someone out. Fucking have that ability. You guys are incredible. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys listening to me. I appreciate you hearing my ideas on this and taking the time, the hour and 20 minutes out of your day to listen to this. Again, I appreciate all the messages that I get on subjects that you guys want to talk about. I get several messages a day and I greatly appreciate it. And this is one of the messages that I got. Hey, we want to hear what you think. Why do you think our country is the way it is right now? So, boom, I addressed it. Send in those comments. Send in those ideas. I welcome them, even if they're differing. I welcome them. I want to hear it. I like stirring the pot. I like making people think. So, on that note, again, if you want to be a sponsor, definitely let me know. Shoot me a message in the Instagram. Time out with Josh. And if you have a guest that you want to be on here, same thing. Shoot me a message. If you have a, a subject that you want spoken about or talked about or you want to hear my opinion on or whatever, by all means, shoot me a fucking message. I will do everything I possibly can to bring it up. Or if I don't know anything about it, I will try to educate myself on it and then bring it up. It may take me a week or two to be able to educate myself on it, but I will do it. Again, I appreciate you guys being here. This has been the Time Out with Josh podcast. Thank you.